Hey, welcome to Trucking After Hours for the week of March 16th, 2000 plus 20. I'm going to call this the Corona edition. (laughs) (laughs) You know, darn it, it, it's like we have to go there. Up there you go, Don's got his Corona. Good for you. I am. I am taking my antibiotics tonight. I was just saying before the show, if they made a non-alcoholic Corona, I would have one down here. Oh, man. We are glad you are here. We are glad you joined us. Buck Ballard here. Don, the beer guy, rocking and rolling. And, of course, over here, Manning, all things social media. The Castle Curator. Yes, Chris. And uh, social media would be Facebook, because that's really all I have time for. (laughs) Man, nobody does Facebook anymore. Uh, So tonight we are going to uh, talk a little bit about the virus. Not a whole lot. I don't want to give this more than eight or ten minutes and then move on and do some other things. I don't want people to know how much toilet paper I have, okay? Shh. What's what's, what's with the toilet paper, man? And then we got some... Don, did you get a chance to look over the list of cars I sent you? Oh, the road kills? Yeah. I, I got through some of them, and, and I'm not going to lie. As I'm reading, I'm like, oh, that's cool, but what about this? I mean, my, my mind just kept spinning on oh, what man. else we could turn that into. I saw a million shiny objects. There is some great <laughs> stuff here, and I want to get through that. Uh, we had a really great, let's see, Spencer uh, contributed the really bad ad for this week's show. Thank you, Spencer. And I will tell you, that just fits right into everything with, with some of the stuff we've got tonight, because it's, uh, it's a zombie apocalypse. Apocalypse car, that's for sure. And it also yes. qualifies for a big rolling turd. We kill two birds with one stone. Winning. Winning. Hey, uh, <laughs> happy birthday to Ross. I do believe his birthday is today, or he's one of these guys who just made a day up on Facebook, and today is it. So, Okay, before we get any farther, Kyle saying frostbite kills more of us Canadians than the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian saying, I've got 5,000 rolls of toilet paper and 500 pounds of powdered milk. We're set. All you need. You you know, uh, we were talking before the show. Now, the Castle Curator still works part-time at home as a medical transcriptionist. So as long as she wants to work, it's there. Yes. I really am not allowed to talk about where I work. That's a no-no. But uh, let's just say in the course of a day, I handle a lot of trailer loads of Toilet paper. So I yes. have really, really good <laughs> job security. And we are just, it's Sunday. It should be a slow day. And I, I've downloaded a new app so I can do some writing on my phone and thinking, I'm going to catch up on some writing here. No. No time. I was, we got to get this ass weepy out the door right <laughs> I, away. I was humping toilet paper all day long. <laughs> Oh, that man. sounds bad. Please don't use the word humping and toilet paper in the same sentence ever again. <laughs> I don't oh. know what people were more upset about when they go to Costco now. that The fact that they're out of their packages of 42 rolls of toilet paper or <laughs> oh, the fact man. they quit giving samples. That really yeah, irritated me. I, I think we need to address that. <laughs> yeah. Why are they not doing samples? Oh, it gets worse, Don. Uncle Mike stopped. What? Yeah. That is just wrong. There okay. should be a lot. You guys need to move back because <laughs> other than you, there's no reason for me to go to Green Bay ever again. <laughs> Hang but on. I think it's temporary. Hang on just a minute. <laughs> We've got to share the love. 
You've been hearing us talk about Trucker's Edge for a good four years now. They've been great friends of the show, and we are proud of our affiliation with Trucker's Edge. Again, Trucker's Edge, powered by DAT, only the best load board in the industry. More loads, more brokers. You can get days to pay. You can get credit scores. You can get 15-day lane averages. You can even get tri-haul services. You can cancel it at any time. But here is the coolest part. Go to truckingafterhours.com slash edge, or just go to Trucking After Hours and look for the ad in the sidebar. You can sign up there for any one of their three plans absolutely free for 30 days. So run that out for uh, 28 days. See what you think. If you don't like it, cancel it. We think you'll like it. We think you'll stay. And again, truckingafterhours.com slash edge, or just go to the website and check it out, guys. We know you will be happy. Now that we have that behind us, let's move on with the show. No, Brian, Costco didn't give samples of toilet paper, samples of food. Oh. <laughs> now, I have to admit, the last time we went, maybe it was the last time or the one before, it was like the last sample I had was tuna fish in... Oh, it was, in, um, oh, oh, olive oil. No. Tuna fish in olive oil, which is fine. Oh. I like tuna, and I don't mind olive oh. oil. And it was a good sample, but then as you that go down... That cannot be the last sample you have. That was it. I go down and where there's usually some sort of cookie or candy or trail mix. <laughs> no, I got freaking tuna fish and olive oil taste in my mouth. That's just, oh. that's just... I should have been able to go back up the other way. What do you want for your last meal? It sure as hell ain't tuna fish and <laughs> olive oil. <laughs> oh, boy. No, that that was something... I want to just get into this and get going. I don't want to spend, you guys have been inundated with this crap. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on, on, on the virus, but it is there. It's real. It affects trucking because guess what? The hours of service are out the window. If you're carrying, um, groceries or something that is mainly, mainly groceries and, and supplies. Uh, but if you're stocking stuff in stores, alcohol doesn't count, Don. Sorry, dude. Uh, oh, no. No, no, no. Our wheels will roll. Your wheels will roll. Because this is Wisconsin, and when you stock up on toilet paper, you're stocking up on beer, too. I, I would say, <laughs> now, okay, Oregon, when I joined AA, one thing that surprised me, in the course of a week, there was like, and I'm not exaggerating this, hundreds, hundreds of AA meetings in the Portland metropolitan area every week. Yep. Hundreds. It, it's just, I was like, I get this catalog, and it's like, holy crap. It, it um, was like the Yellow Pages phone book. Yeah, and, and it's 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 like the wow that just surprised me. But in all of my time, I never met anybody who. Oh, I've got Monday off on vacation. Oh, what are you doing? I'm going to have a hangover. <laughs> <laughs> I've never met people who scheduled a vacation day for a hangover. That that was new to me moving here. Welcome to Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think beer truck drivers don't work on Mondays? <laughs> <laughs> Quality time with the wife. Uh, quality time with Sunday night football, yeah, <laughs> which is no more, and neither is baseball yeah. or basketball or hockey or or NASCAR. It'd be sport. We, uh, I we mean, how are you going to get sick doing a left turn? It's the know. people in the stands. Well, they're diminishing anyway, but not to where they can yeah. keep them six feet apart. Next, next, yeah, yeah there we go. At oh. less than two hundred and fifty people. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Um, Google did a really cool thing. If you just go to the homepage, Google yep. of the search engine, now they have on there, do the five. And I think that is probably some of the most common sense advice. Do the five is hands, wash them, wash them often. If you don't have a handkerchief or a cloth, 
at the very least, cough into your elbow. Yeah. Uh, your face. Just don't touch it. Because whatever touches your hands, you don't want to get it to your nose, your mouth, your eyes. Feet. Okay. Wear <laughs> shoes, of course. Stay Please. at least three feet away from everybody. Now, me, I, I am a big fan where I work of the 25-foot rule. Because yep. always somebody is an asshole, and it could be me. So I just stay 25 feet away from everybody I can. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure who the offender is. Sometimes I know, but usually I'm, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> and then the last one, if you feel sick, stay home. Yes. Uh, but I do want to add a couple of things to that, because we are in trucking. They just... Again, we lifted the hours of service, put them on suspension for a while. I did talk to somebody who hauls propane on a regular basis, and he said when they do this, the one thing they make very clear at the scale is if you pull in the scale and we decide you were tired, you're going to bed. We'll, we'll yeah. shut you down in a heartbeat. So, yep. And then once you are empty, you are obligated to go get your 10 hours of rest before you continue. So this isn't a, wow, I can just go back and forth forever. And just rack up the miles like crazy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, those are there. So I guess here's my thought is, number one, make some bank. Go ahead. Take advantage yep. of it. Make some bank. Get your sleep. Earn it while it's there. But damn it, do not listen to the news all the time in your truck. Turn it. No. God, just give it an hour a day. Give it whatever you need um, to be informed. Get your local, get your little, you know, health crisis update. And then move on. <laughs> and turn that crap off. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I, I mean, it literally, if you want to kill your immune system, panic and worry. Well, we'll that'll oh, bring, yeah. man, that'll bring you down. Yeah. Just don't, just know what you need to know and then get on with your life. There's, hey, go back and listen to back issues of uh, the trucking podcast because I'm getting ready Absolutely. to pull about 60 of them out of our archives. <laughs> here's, here's my big question. And it's been my big question for... I'd say the last solid week of this coronavirus. And, okay, yes, it it is a, a horrible thing that's happening worldwide right now. What is the CDC saying? Wash your hands. Yes. If you're sick, stay home. Don't pick your nose and touch your face. You know, don't pick your nose and eat your burgers. Some pretty common <laughs> sense stuff. When, but that's the thing. When did all of this stuff stop becoming common sense. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure when I was what? 5? Hey, <laughs> wash your hands. Hey. Quit, quit eating your burgers. Cover your mouth when <laughs> yeah. you sneeze. Oh, you sneezed into your hands? Go wash your hands. Yeah. Oh, if you're sick, you know what? You you shouldn't go to school. But I want I never said I wanted to go to school, <laughs> but no, when I was sick, I I stayed home from school. Oh, when did all of this just go out the window and it was, yeah, you know what? Go infect everybody you care about. Who cares? Yep. I don't, I don't understand why, why this pandemic is stemming from people don't wash their hands. And dad, you've, you've seen it way more than me because you have been at way more truck stops than I have. I am appalled at the number of people that come in do whatever they're going to do, fix their shirt in the mirror, check their hat grab the door handle that I have to grab and go out and go grab a burrito or hit the salad oh, yeah. bar. Yeah. <laughs> stay away stay away from buffets. If there are any out there right now, they should be gone. Uh, you know, even where I work, we, we, the door is always left open in, in the bathroom. So when you go in, you pull the door closed behind you. 
and then you have to open it on the way out. So I will kick that door open and, and put the stop in. Then I'll go back and wash my hands. We, and, and this is one thing that, that I don't know if it's a good idea or a, a bad one on our bathroom door. Because it when you're leaving the bathroom, you grab the handle and you swing it open. There's the handle that you would grab if you want to infect your hand with God knows what. And then at the bottom of the door, there's this this like corrugated metal step. So you can kick it, stick your boot on it and just pull it open with your boot. Yeah. Why do we even need that? Wash <laughs> your damn hands. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll tell you what, and I have no problem with anyone else doing this. When I come out of a public restroom, if I can find a towel, if they have paper towels in there somewhere, I will take a towel with me. And I'm that kind of person. I will yeah. open the door with my with, with the, the towel. towel. And then if yep. there is not a garbage to dispose of it, I will drop the towel right there. Because if enough people do yeah. that, guess where they'll put a garbage can? Right next to that damn door. There you go. Problem solved. Sometimes yep. you have to point out a problem to get to a solution. Yes. Let's stick oh. a fork in that and move on to the next piece of this equation. Can I, for, first, we have one comment from Brian. That's We're talking about buffets. So that's the main reason I don't eat buffets. Basically, the bathroom. Watched a driver leave a restroom stall at the TA in Laredo, Texas. Saw him five minutes later at the restaurant buffet. I only order from the menu now. Yeah, order yep. from the menu. And, <laughs> yep. And you make sure that, hey, where's the soup come from? The buffet? Yeah. Oh, I don't want the soup. How about the salad? Where's the buffet? Never mind. I guess I'm having that all a cart tonight. You know what? Give me a cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. We are junkies of Joe Kenda. Homo yes. Homicide Hunter. If you are oh, looking yeah. for something to binge watch while all of this crap is going on, <laughs> Homicide Hunter, you'll love that guy. It takes about three episodes to get into him. But I love him. And I listened to an interview of that guy on a on a podcast. I and I can't even remember which one. He's been on several. He's done a lot of traveling. And he says, when I go in, I don't care where I go, if it's a McDonald's, if it's a taco, whatever kind of restaurant it is, I order the number one. Whatever the number one is, that's what I'm having for dinner because they make it the most, the ingredients are freshest, and it is the yep. least chance I'm gonna get something to get sick. Because the last <laughs> thing I want to do is get sick on the road. So I ordered the number one. Your four, That's actually good advice. Yes. Your 401k. I've had I've had a few people at work. I'm going to call and stop contributing to my 401k. Why would you um, do that? Now, I don't want to give you people advice. I am not doing this as an advisor. I am doing this out of applying common sense to my own situation as someone who is, I'm thinking, 10 years away from starting to take money out of that 401k. So I'm concerned about it. I know where my stuff is directed. You are not buying shares of stock and Apple and all that other crap in your 401k. You're buying shares of a fund. The fund has managers. They're buying shares and they're moving stuff around. And based on your aggressiveness and what you decided is, you know, if you're one of these guys who's had a 40% gain for the last three years, it took a dip. If you were had the forecast in mind to have moved that money to a different fund within your 401k, Good for you. If not, it is what it is. Don't pull the money out. Move it wherever it needs to go or whatever you want to do. I'm leaving mine where it is because I have it in a yep. time-designated fund and I trust the managers. But here's the point I want to make and why, especially now, unless you need the cash flow, don't stop the contributions. Um, no. In my case, first off, I get a 3% match from my company. That's that's I'm putting in 5%. They kick that's in pretty good. 
Yeah. So why would I give away 60% interest instantly? The second I put that money in, I get a 60% gain. Now there's this other thing called dollar cost averaging. And I listened to a blithering idiot financial planner try and explain it at a safety, at one of our safety meetings. Ooh. And oh, he took 30 minutes to explain what is really easy. And I will tell you in two, maybe three. Okay. Let's. Pick easy numbers. You're investing a hundred dollars a month in your 401k, right? Perfect. And your mutual fund has a share price of $20 a share and you're investing a hundred dollars a week. So every week, how many shares of that are you buying? You are getting five shares in whatever your target fund is. Exactly. Now, and it what, and this breaks down to whatever kind of fund you have. The concept is the same in any fund. Yep. Now, let's say what just happened happened, and all of a sudden those stock shares are only worth $10 a share in your mutual fund. So, yeah, your cash value dropped in half in that particular fund. But guess what? You're not getting five shares of that anymore. No. You're getting 10. Because they're 10 bucks a share. So you're buying exactly. dirt cheap shares. If you want to get a feel for, I sh I'm going to take that back. Because I'm not giving you advice. I'm telling you what I'm doing. How I get a feel of what this is going to look like at the other end of the tunnel is doing a little internet searching on companies that have to make the disclosure, hey, prices are down. We're buying a whole buttload of our stock back. Yep. And Apple's buying a bunch back. There are a bunch of big companies that realize this is a hiccup. The yep. market did correct a little bit, and I don't, in my opinion, and I don't think it'll go completely right back up to, to uh, that. It's 30, not going to be an overnight again. jump. No, no. But uh, what did it come up Friday? Two thousand points in a day. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. it it is volatile, but it will return to to it a will. normal. By the, I, I'm buying those cheap shares. You do what you want to oh, do. Absolutely. I'm buying those cheap shares because I am in this for the long haul, and I will come out I'm smelling like a rose. The last, and, and I, I am by no means a, a 401k and, and stock market follower. I pay a little bit of attention just cause it's, you know, it's my skin in the game. You know, the company I work for, I put in, I'm up to 10%. I put in good for you. They don't, they only match one and a half percent. They match very, very little, but Hey, that's still free money. It costs me nothing. Oh yeah. 15% interest on day one. That's, exactly. that's a good return on your money. So I, I kind of keep track, you know, and, and I'm invested in what they call, um, I think it's it's titled Target Fund 2050. Yeah. You know, for, for my expected when I'm going to start drying out. And, and I have the ability to go in and change what I want to change. I do very little of that, but I, I still pay attention to what's going on in the market because I want to know. The last time we got into, like you called it, a hiccup where, hey, things are going down. You know what? I, I pulled up my account one day. Ooh, I lost $2,000 in, in a day in my yeah. retirement. I didn't look at it as a loss. I called up my HR. I said, hey, you know what? I want to put an extra 100 in this time. There you go. Throw in an extra 100 Within a month, that $2,000 that I lost made me an extra $4,000. <laughs> Funny because how that I, works. Hey, this is down. I can get a little more of this while it's cheap. 
exactly. Do and, it. And that's why the company Even if are you don't put any extra in, don't look at, oh God, I'm losing money. I need to, I need to pull out my money right now. Yeah. No, no, no. Let it sit. That's exactly it. Give it time. Now that we've uh, beat that horse into the ground. Well, Kyle's. <laughs> I need a horse, Winnie. That would be a good okay, one. I don't think that's what Kyle said. Well, <laughs> because I never get my chance here. Just walk all over me. Kyle said, they got, he said, we got hit hard here. Worst stock crash for the Toronto Stock Exchange since the recession in the 80s. Yep. Well, that's what you get when you have. Trudeau. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But, okay, that was, what was that, 86, 87? Yes. Was the bad one with the stock market? 87 oh. was, yeah, that, that was Black Monday. Um, the whole savings and loan crisis and all of that came down. I was, when that hit, I had my uh, uh, life and health insurance license. I was selling whole life insurance. Um, I was selling annuities. I was selling mutual funds and I was actually taking classes for, um, real estate limited partnerships. Okay. And yeah, when that hit, it was, I am leaving. That's this not the time to get into that business. No, I, I should have <laughs> gone. I should have gone to selling Chevrolets in the first place. <laughs> and, and you know, the cool thing about selling cars is in a recession. People still have to buy. They just buy, you know, cheaper. They buy used they, cars. They buy, <laughs> you make more money cheaper. on used cars. You do. <laughs> yes. It, it's like trucking. If you work for a company that knows how to find the freight and you're paid by the mile and the recession hits and they're not making as much money uh, per mile, guess what? We expect 15% more miles out of you. So instead of running, you know, 3,200 miles a week, now you're running 3,700 miles a week, but you're making <laughs> 15% more money. <laughs> yeah. You're going to make more money. Yeah. You know, you're oh, three, the, you're the three moral hours of sleep, the 401k bro. story is <laughs> leave it alone. It's going to come back. You know, leave it alone. Find fun stuff to listen to. This is all just common sense stuff. And watch out for, I guess, the raging asshole driver who is going to be out there right now because he can run hard and he's not getting any sleep and he was a dick to begin nope. with. Watch yeah. out for those guys and just exercise the 25-foot rule. And, yep. and, man, if you're running a load board, if you're finding your own freight, you're an independent, screw the 15-day lane average. It is irrelevant. The brokers yeah. are going to try and gross the customers for everything they can. And you go right after that broker and say, there is no way in hell I'm going anywhere near the 15 day average in this market. What are nope. you, what are you offering me? It is. What a, else do you have? Yes. With that, let's go have some fun, please. We are going to. Uh, I always have fun. I know you do. Now, Don, was this your first exposure to roadkill? What I, I I already wrote this article. If you go to truckingafterhours.com, it is there. <laughs> okay. You have corrupted my child. <laughs> roadkill? My my first exposure to roadkill outside of we're crashing at your place for a holiday <laughs> is uh, a one we call them man Mondays, the days Aiden doesn't have school. My cast security works Mondays. I technically don't work Mondays. I answer the phone, I respond to emails, you know, very minimal stuff. I'm not at work. So we have man Mondays. You know, we tend to not put pants on, we lounge around in our underwear all day. It's great. <laughs> He's surfing through the channels one day. Motor trend. I didn't even know we get the motor trend channel. 
It is awesome. Roadkill is on. Dad! Dad, it's Roadkill. You got to watch this because Grandpa showed me this and Grandpa <laughs> showed me that and Grandpa <laughs> told me this and Grandpa told me that. So we we watched some Roadkill. Hey, you know what? This is this is kind of cool. This this is cool. So then I started looking up some stuff on YouTube, and and we we spent a whole day binge watching Roadkill stuff on YouTube. Oh, it was great, <laughs> and it is there now. I I am a aficionado, so I, I do subscribe to the premium channel, and we have to talk about it on the show because I deducted on our taxes. So uh, well, yeah, that's a work expense. Damn it, it, it is a work expense. <laughs> And there, I, I guess I well, you and I found Roadkill on YouTube well before it was Motor Trend. Oh yeah, it, it was nowhere else but YouTube, and it was yeah. Finnegan and Freiberger, and, and David Freiberger is the um, um, was <laughs> he was the senior uh, the senior editor. He was like the guy in charge of Hot Rod Magazine. Now all he does is is that Motor Trend channel, and it has gone through a lot of uh, you know, Peterson Publications, who started a Hot Rod way back in what forty eight. And the premise is uh, David Freiberger is probably your age, and, and or uh, yep. David Finnegan is probably your age. Freiberger is uh, actually early seventies. Yeah, he was born yeah. in nineteen forty-eight. I was uh, looking some of that up. Um, but they're just a great pair, and they started the show. And now there's some other characters involved in other shows they're involved with, but it's great. But the premise is like the first one was go buy a piece of junk for fifteen hundred bucks in Colorado and try and drive it. You know, it's been sitting in a barn somewhere for five years and try and get it right. back to. Can uh, you make it back? Yeah, and and just goofy things, and then they'll buy projects and different things like that. So a hundred episodes later, a hundred one, a hundred and two, they've got this collection of stuff of these cars, and and some of them come out for more than one episode. Others are new. Some have been sold. Uh, Stubby Bob. Stubby Bob is like a 48, uh, one and a half ton Ford <laughs> cabin chassis truck. And yeah. they call it Stubby because they cut the frame and moved the rear end just close enough to the cab to put a uh, blown <laughs> big block backwards with oh. the boat V drive where the, where your shifter should be and uh, make a wheelie popper out of that thing. And it's just, it's just goofy stuff like that. Um, it's it's basically if if you are the, a true diehard garage mechanic gearhead, the stuff that you always went, God, if if I just had the money, I would do this. It makes no sense at all, but I want to do it. That's what they do, <laughs> right? And and it's fun. And so. it's it's not your normal. Yeah, we do this in our garage. We have all these sponsors, so we're building this eighty thousand dollar car. No, this is a, you know what? We had $1,500 left after our tax return and we blew it on this. <laughs> yeah. So my my rule for these five cars were the things you could duplicate, the most expensive one on there, um, on this list. They have 10 grand in, in that one, but some of these were just things that got dirt cheap and had fun with. But they're things that you could plate and you could drive on the road. They might not be daily drivers, but I mean, they're projects you could realistically do. Yeah. Um. The first one is called the Vet Cart, and that actually started out before Roadkill. This thing goes back well over 10 years. I remember the article on, on the Vet Cart in Hot Rod Magazine. And what is that, an 86 Corvette? It was an 86 Corvette H-Body. So the thought process of the 86 Corvette, which probably had a horsepower rating of about 250. They, yeah, I don't even know if it was that. <laughs> they, they were turds, 240, 220 maybe. 
Yeah. Um, I believe those were, uh, um, what, the cross ramp. They were playing with some weird injections back then. But the premise was all stock, running as good as we can get it, so tuned up and ready to rock and roll. Let's run it down the quarter mile, see what it does, and then let's start making it lighter. Yeah. And not I mean, let's work on the engine. No. What can we throw out of the cab? <laughs> well, everything but the seat, the doors, the roof, the windshield. Yep. I mean, the entire body is gone. Yeah. And and that's what the article was about is they stripped everything around where everything off where where you had nothing left. There was no body. You couldn't tell it was a Corvette. As it evolved for other projects, they welded on a, a full cage frame, a uh, full cage. Um so yeah, I mean, a full roll cage. It looks like a NASCAR with the body panels removed right now, kind of. Yeah. But it, it's 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 Mad Max style. It it is, but it is awesome. <laughs> it's got a plexiglass windshield. It's it's had some engine upgrades. It's appeared in several episodes. Uh, it has headlights. It has tail lights. They never put license plates on anything, and uh, they have had a car impounded a time or two on the show, and that's always fun. <laughs> they don't even it put happens. windshields on everything. So, so, yeah, some of the windshield is, is uh, yeah, glasses. But hey, they make ski goggles. Now, yep. in the article on this, there is a video on every car that is on here. Um, so there is a video of the vet cart. The vet cart is cool. I've seen it done with other cars. I saw it done with a Vega that a guy bought and rolled about a month after he bought it, um, and that was cool. So I see the vet cart. I'm thinking of yeah, Danny Ray's Vega. It was awesome. <laughs> I have I have seen in person a uh, well a, a friend of the the BNR family yep. here in town take a I don't even want to call it a go kart because this thing had way too much power for a go kart. This this was a a, a go kart on steroids that they took Corvette body parts kind of welded to to the roll cage oh sweet the thing was it was a death trap it looked <laughs> it looked cool it looked scary you wrote in it it was scary oh but wow the, the things you can do with a corvette even if you just have a corvette body the things that you could put it on are just cool oh i don't yeah. i'm not a personal fan of a corvette in general I mean, they they were a dime in the dozen in the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. You saw them all over the place. Anybody who turned 39 or 40 tended to buy a Corvette. Yeah, Corvette or an Which Iron. means right now, they're everywhere. You can pick one of those up cheap and you can have a lot of fun with it. Dirt cheap. And you can have fun with them as they are. Or you can, you know, do not stupid, cool stuff to them like this. Now, speaking of not stupid, cool stuff, how would you describe the Maserati? See, I can never get on board with anything with a Mazda. Now, <laughs> I now just, this, I can't. This was anything Mazda. <laughs> this wasn't just any Mazda. This was a Mazda pickup, and this is was past tense. The vehicle has been stolen. It so, and they bought it already the way it was. The Maserati is a yellow late 70s Mazda pickup truck that originally came with a rotary engine. There is nothing under the hood anymore. The engine is gone, yeah. but somebody bought an old Tornado 455, took the front end, uh, welded up the steering, the steering gear so it does not steer, and put it in the pickup bed. So now you have this rear engine 454 in the bed <laughs> with these speedboat pipes on it, headers on it, uh, and they bought it from a guy who claimed, well, it was doing 10 second quarter miles when I had it. And it, 
that thing it just broke pieces left and right. It never did 10 second quarter miles. No, no, it, there's no way that thing did 10 seconds. But it was crazy insane, crazy fun. And it was funny because like in the video that I put on the, on the uh, website and that one is off of YouTube on the Maserati, uh, they actually get it, get it running and they take it out to uh, drive it just out of their shop and run it around the block and it won't steer. There's not enough weight in the front end. You turn the corner and it just keeps, keeps pushing straight. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, but they do get it running. They uh, One of the first problems they had with it was trying to keep it cool. There's a fan in the front of the bed right behind the cab or a radiator with an electric fan. The problem is there's no air moving there. So the electric fans have no air to move. That's a vacuum when you're going down the road. Yeah. So they stopped at the handy home improvement store and bought some heater vent ducts. <laughs> ran a couple of ducts up to the roof. <laughs> get her done. <laughs> but there again, you know, you that is a duplicatable project. Just just it, go it is. Buy anything front wheel drive and and tear the front end off and stick it in the ass end of an old beat up mini truck you get for 800 bucks and boom, you're there. Yeah. I know there's a, a shoot Impala's now, you can get a, a V8 Impala that's probably been uh rear-ended. There's just endless possibilities. So there again, it's a realistic, I think it's a realistic pro. And that crazy thing probably made seven or eight episodes of doing different things before it got stolen. Yeah. The the V8s right now are, are everywhere. Yeah. They're but, everywhere. But everybody puts a V8 in the front of a mini truck. Not too many people That's drop true. it in the bed. Nobody puts them in the back. No. <laughs> you know, you could be that that guy. Number three, and this one was just inspiring for, and, and this came out in pieces. And uh, this was inspiring for what you can do if you want something that is really collectible and desirable and you don't have the money, but you have time and patience. And, this one's my favorite. And they called this one the Wreck Runner. This, what year was this? A 70 or 68? Uh, 68 Roadrunner. The 68 Roadrunner, it had the, the 383 four speed in it. Just a, a sweet car. You know, this was this was somebody's baby. And what did somebody do to their baby, probably under the influence? Somebody's baby hit a telephone pole and not head on. Power slid into wrapped, it, it looks like. Power it? slid into it right at the, I believe it was what, the, the driver's door handle? Right about the driver's door handle. It's like you shove that thing in about a third of the way. So the yeah. car. Now, it appeared on an episode of Roadkill as the wreck runner. And they paid, I believe he paid like five grand for it because of what it was, even though it's totaled. It's um, It's totaled, but I mean, anybody who has that car. Okay, yeah, I wrapped it around a telephone pole. It's a '68 Roadrunner. With it's a '383 and a four something. You want it's it? still worth something. Don, your grandma had one. <laughs> no way. Oh yeah. No, 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 yeah. no. Little Miss left foot on the brake did not have a Roadrunner. <laughs> oh, you didn't know her in her days, but when yeah, she, God, I wish she I actually <laughs> she had a '68, and I think she actually had a '67 also. Wow. Really? They, they traded cars a lot, but she had two brand new Roadrunners. One and one I know was a 68. Nice. Now here's the cool I part. I mean, granted, my, my driving experience with her was limited <laughs> to the, the, the diesel Audi. <laughs> and she threw in third, third yeah, gear going she 10. She beat the crap out of that. Don't oh worry. my gosh. Yeah. yeah. 
but here's the cool part with that wreck runner. The the episode on Roadkill was totally wrecked the way it was. Can we make it drive again? Which took modifying the drive line, readjusting the rear end, you know, seeing what still worked, what was broken. Yeah. And uh it was the most goofy thing to watch this car that looks like somebody, you know, folded it in, in a quarter. Yeah. Uh, and it dog tracked I mean, uh, like Imagine imagine Hollywood Hulk Hogan took this car and just kind of put the driver door on my head and I'm just going to pull it down. Yeah. So it, it was ridiculous. And you know, one of them is sitting in the back seat because the passenger seat is gone um, <laughs> because there's, you know, where the pole used to be is where right in the middle of the passenger seat. But in an episode of, um, they have roadkill garage also, and they have hot rod garage and a few other shows. So it was actually on roadkill garage. They bought a, what was the other one? A 68 Plymouth satellite. It was satellite? a 68 Plymouth satellite. Just that a, they, they kind of used to, to, I mean, they bought it for 700 bucks, what, it was seven, just, 800 bucks. I it, mean, it, it, there was nothing left on that car. It was the body. It was doors. Yeah. It was roof. It was, it was, yeah. it was body panels that they needed. Yeah. And granted, yeah, they, there's a lot of time and effort into moving everything and putting them all together, especially if you want the firewall in there with the original Roadrunner VIN. Yeah. But when you're done for, you know, now they're into it 5700 and you're going to spend some more money than that. Um, they ended up into it under $10,000. And now you say, have. You, you call it, you're, you're under ten grand for a 68 Roadrunner with a 383. Yeah, you can't call it a for sure roadrunner. I mean, you're you're not going to have you know matching bins. You have a '68 roadrunner chassis, engine, firewall. Exactly, and from there back, it's satellite, and who knows, and who cares? Yeah, and you're you know, still going to rule the streets. Yeah, and <laughs> and at that price, you know what? It's patina. It ain't going to win any auto show. Uh, no. But it's there. It, it You can drive it. You can run it. It's cool. And now you can sink another 10 or 15 in it over the next five years doing whatever you want to do or just drive it the way it is. Exactly. It's a, you know, it's, it's a daily driver that as the money comes in, all right, you buy a hood. You know, you, you buy the pieces you need to make it. It's, it's never going to be a full factory 68, 68 Roadrunner. Road runner. But you can slowly buy the pieces, little by little, and you and get it back to what it was. And and you scavenger them, and you find, and you improvise, and you have something cool, and it will yeah. always turn heads. But you can still drive it, and drive it fast. Yes. <laughs> and and you, let's be honest: if you're going to drive a Roadrunner, you want to drive it fast. Three, <laughs> three to four speed. You want to dump the clutch and do do, do burn. Maybe no not into a, a telephone pole, but yes. And don't drive drunk. <laughs> but if you do drive junk, drive really fast. So you get off the get road. Off the road. <laughs> now, speaking of 68, isn't that one? No, what year was that Ranchero? We're moving on to four now. The, the uh, Ranchero, uh, they call it. Uh, 67. 67. 67, I think. Now, the premise of the 67 Ranchero is the Baja 1000. Hot Rod Magazine actually sponsored a 67 Ranchero in the very first Baja 1000 in, I believe that ran in 67 or 68. Okay. So they bought this, clapped out. It still ran. It was a, but it was a, a third. A right. 68 Ranchero for what, like 1500 bucks? Oh, yeah. Dirt cheap. Yeah. They, dirt cheap, drug, you know, kill it, drag it home. And their goal was to, on budget, 
make it a tribute car to that Baja Razor. And when they were done, it was, you know, low, low buck. Luckily, it was white, cheap paint, uh, yep. blacked out hood with, with flat primer. And then they matched the decals as best they could. Uh, they broke the passenger window. But the goal was to go to Alaska and race it in, in some race up there. I can't remember what it was. But that was the goal. Was And this thing showed up in two or three different episodes because their road trips never make it. Um, eventually, they may or they may not. Yeah. But that's half the fun of roadkill is what goes on on the road trip. And, you know, what kind of stuff can you change on the side of the road? <laughs> and, you know, they're kind of like. honestly amazing what you can change on the yes. side of the road. And they're kind of like me when I was hot shot trucking. When you broke down on the side of the road and you call the tow truck, well, how soon can you get here? Well, do you need to know how much it costs? I didn't ask you that. How soon can you get here? I need yeah. this off the road before the DOT shows up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But the cool thing with the Rancheros, and it showed up on several episodes, and then it finally did make it to Alaska. But that is a did, – did you look at that thing? I In the link you sent me, I didn't have any pictures of it. Yeah, you'd have to it's, watch it in the video. It's the Ranchero, it's not the, Ranchero. Yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah, they call Ranchero. it the Ranchero. Like R- raunchy. <laughs> yeah, Ranchy Ranchero. Yeah. It's not pretty. No, no. <laughs> but it is a cool car, and, and it just it inspires you to – I don't know what he – build a tribute car to anything any racer anything like i love the fact that it was built as a tribute to something that a similar car had done it doesn't have to be an exact clone but it's like it doesn't have to be an exact replica you know you're you're not taking it to shows to win awards no i i would love to speaking of the baja 1000 um jim rockford james garner yep james garner had a really cool Oldsmobile Cutlass that he ran in the Baja. He did. Yes. And yeah, there would be a cool clone. <laughs> I don't know if I'd do it though. I would. I, I I like the Ford Ranchero. The the way it is. The stock Ranchero. I don't know if I'd change it. Maybe a little bit of lift, and that would be about it with the Ranchero. But it is just—it is an awesome car. But it's something again you can afford to do. You know, you can go buy yourself a whatever late model five liter, whatever you want to drop in there down the line. But just get her running and going. Yeah. Oh, there's plenty of room in that engine compartment. Yeah. Now the fifth car, last and least on the list, and this one is an '83 Dodge Rampage. Yes. And it barely qualifies for a roadkill car because this was like a, a, the day before roadkill nights. They lined up, and, and that's all sponsored by Dodge. So they lined up four other cars. So we're talking, uh, uh, you know, new Hemi Charger. We're talking some of their great stuff. Some, some, yeah. of the, some of the best performance cars they have and a couple of, you know, more dirt track cars. But they're going to go run these cars and see which one runs best around more of a road course. And one of the cars they brought was this 83 Rampage, and they bought it on the road when another truck they had broke down. They just bought it. Oh, hey, this one's for sale. Let's it, grab it. Yeah, $1,400, $1, They didn't do a thing to it. And that crazy thing, all stock, uh, four-banger, four-speed, maybe five-speed, I don't know, skinny-ass little 13-inch worn-out tires because that's what it yep. came with. Nothing done to it other than they drove it there. And, you know, did it win? No. Did it hold its no. own? Yes. Absolutely. It really did. 
And that that is right there, the roadkill spirit. What can we get this for? You know, on a budget, not, oh, we'll spend top dollar for this. No, we want to spend as little as possible on this. Grab it, turn it on, run it, and then see what's left in it. And have a ball in it. Yeah. Yeah. And just just have a blast with the car the way it was meant to be driven. But, you know, you take that car and just start with what it is. Tune it up. It's breathing right. The fuel's going through it the way it should. You know, clear out the exhaust a little bit. Throw some nice tires on it. And uh, replace the worn out suspension parts. You got yourself a decent runner. It's gonna, yeah. <laughs> it, it don't, you know. It's granted, yeah. It's ninety four horsepower. Maybe you can tweak and get it to one hundred and ten. It weighs twenty two hundred pounds. Exactly. So it, you know, it holds its own. It's aerodynamic as hell. I mean, it, it's yeah. They were cute little trucks in their own way. I had to throw that in just because. And again, you could do that with pick pick your pick anything. You're an old Chevette, an old Pinto, an old whatever you want, an old Corolla, uh, just anything. Just pick it and go. Yeah. But, you know, starting with, I mean, $1,500 car, now you got to, no, it's not going to be a stoplight to stoplight dragster, but you can have a hell of a lot of fun in it. Absolutely. If if you want to make going 60 miles an hour fun, do it in a little car. It feels like you're going (laughs) 105. That's true. Oh, yeah. Especially when the thing shakes and shudders all the way. Oh, well, hey, you got the top down. Before we <laughs> jump into our really bad ad, and I, you know this is all tying kind of into the theme of the virus, I'm afraid. Um, did you read the this week in beer story? Yes. Well, I'm going to leave that one to you to cover because it it does Perfect. tie in and it does involve beer because this was a, uh, a alcohol selling establishment that's doing this, is it not? What? No. <laughs> I, I thought I thought this was great. We needed this week in beer intro. I've got it. Here's a this week in beer intro. So it's not even a a scientific data package of here's what it takes to <laughs> idle a vehicle. What's what's wrong with the scientific data package? Absolutely nothing. I'm not going to lie. Uh the the SHT storm that's flowing around right now. We need a little more scientific data packages. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> so this this week in beer, I I have not seen this as a sales pitch. I, I have seen some others that kind of tie in with what's going on in the world. Um there's a virus going around. It's it's shutting down <laughs> schools. It's it's shutting down brains. Of, it's it's shutting down brains first, and <laughs> now it's shutting down schools. It's shutting down businesses. Our Walmart in in small town Rice Lake, Wisconsin. This is a Walmart that doesn't close for any holiday ever. They're now closing at eleven o'clock. Yep. Yeah. Close down from eleven to six. Uh-oh. I was reading that some Costco's have had to close down just because right. they can't keep up with the crowd. Yeah. Um, it's never good when my boss calls me at 930 on a Sunday night. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I may not be uh, staying at home tomorrow. Uh, but no, our our 
local Walmart is shutting down. Effective now until further notice from 11 o'clock until 7 o'clock for cleaning and stocking. Yeah. yeah, which is a great thing because you'll go in there at two o'clock on a Saturday morning. There's, you know, three cashiers up front. There's a couple of people at customer service. There's a hundred people running around picking orders for the online people that pull into the parking lot and get their groceries delivered to their car. There's not a single person stocking shelves. So yeah. this could be a good thing because now I can actually go to Walmart, and go to the shelf and get what I need. But. This this is a, a a serious effector of small businesses. Uh, this this disease. So some people are having fun with it. Uh, I I've seen ads on Facebook for liquor stores, which in Wisconsin, <laughs> any snowstorm. I mean the the weatherman can say, hey, we're going to have ten feet of snow over the next twenty four hours. You're going to have about 25% of the people, they're going to run out. They're going to buy groceries. They're going to buy toilet paper. They're, I mean, they're, they are going to ransack your grocery store. The rest of Wisconsin is going to go ransack the liquor store. <laughs> yeah. Because, hey, you know what? I'm going to be locked in my house for the next two days. I need about six cases of beer. <laughs> I guarantee you, though, if I have enough liquor, I can go buy toilet paper with the liquor. You, you know what? I, I have a, a toilet in my house, and right next to the toilet is the shower. Yeah. So I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but there are a lot of small businesses that are now going, hey, you know what? People aren't going to be going out. They're not going to go out to dinner. Maybe we should just close. In Wisconsin, this statistically is a very slow time for your supper clubs, your resort bars that, you know, they're kind of off the beaten path. They rely on tourists. Yeah. Well, we don't have any of those. We don't have any cabin people. Well, Illinois just closed all of the bars and nightclubs at night. Yeah. You know, p small businesses are closing down. Yeah. They, they're going, why, why pay the staff? Why cook this food? Why even buy the food if there's going to be nobody here to eat it? What if you deliver the food? You could, but now you're violating that uh, that six foot uh, you yeah. know social boundaries rule. So, and and that costs money too. We need to come up with a way to get people to come to our restaurant. What is the biggest thing in Wisconsin on Friday night? Fish fry, fish fry Friday nights. Every restaurant, every bar, every, I don't care. McDonald's does it. Yeah, in Wisconsin, fish oh. fry Friday nights. There's a bunch of restaurants now that are offering, hey, you come in for our fish fry because we're employing these people. We don't want to say, hey, you know what? You technically don't have a job now. We're shutting down until the government says it's safe to go back to work. We can't afford to pay you to sit at home and not work. So we're still going to have you come into work. And to get people in here so you have a job to do, you come in for a fish fry. <laughs> We're going to give you a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> Genius idea. Yes. Genius. What I have seen probably six different liquor stores within an hour of where I live offering toilet paper <<ughs> with a purchase of a case of Corona. There you go. Oh, oh that's a good people magic. in the door. 
It gets yeah. people in the door. That's they a may good not buy that case of Corona, which you know what? Who cares? They're coming in the door. Yep. They're <laughs> creative marketing. Creative exactly. marketing. You know, there there are people that uh, are panicking and there are people that are going, we can work with this. How how can we make this into something good? Yeah. Exactly. One of my favorite posts on Facebook though was twelve rows of toilet paper wrapped up in Christmas wrapping and the the comment was I have my Christmas shopping done for this year. <laughs> boy, isn't that the truth? I know what we're getting you next year. Oh boy. You know what? You just hold on to it. I'm good. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you want the perfect motor vehicle for the zombie apocalypse, uh whatever you want to call this thing we're going through, uh we found the best really bad ad for the night. How would you now? This is a luxury car, technically. It's an off-road car in its own way. It, it's a Baja car in its own way. Okay, no, 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 no. You can't go into that until you say what it is, because this is in no way, shape, or form an off-road or a Baja car. <laughs> well, it, it's I mean, except it's a Mer- for what they did to it. <laughs> it's it's a Mercury Grand Marquis of what year is this thing? It's not the new. This is an '89. So it's it's not the real boxy of the early '80s, but it's not the curved of the police car era or the Marauder era. It's the one in between. Yeah, but it is a yeah. The, which is like the Ford LTD, but the nicer version of it. Or the Crown Vic, excuse me. But it is the nicer version. It is the Mercury version. But it has had a few modifications. And what do they call this now? This, uh, this has a name. This is the, the 1989 Beast. The 1989 Beast. Uh, yes. And it has been slightly modified. I guess, what would what would you... Notice first of the modifications. Well, going off of the pictures right away, I'm going to say that's a hell of a roof rack. It, this thing has, yes, a uh, overlander's roof rack. It's bigger than or, a... Or, as they say in their description, because they obviously don't know how to spell, it's a roof ratch. R-A-C-H. <laughs> I, I love this thing, the roof ratch. It's also got a bit of a lift. I would say probably four to five inches in the back and at least four inches on the front. Yeah. It's, it's got a, a lift kit in it. It has 15 inch tires, mudder tires. Yes. Oh, 16 truck. inch truck tires. Yes. Oh, is that six, 16 inch truck tires? Yeah. So yeah, you, you can go off the beaten path a little bit with this. A five liter that runs great. Um, do not park it in my driveway. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, I, I do have to admit, at least the paint looks decent. It's silver with the black top. You might even be able to afford this thing because the beast is at a more obviously reasonable price of nine hundred and eighty-seven dollars, under a thousand dollars. Yes. Now, consider what we described here: a, a crown Vi- or not crown Vic, the, the Grand Marquis with the lift, with the. Uh, truck off-road tires with a killer roof rack. Uh, he couldn't afford whoever built this thing, could not afford a push bar on the front, but he did. He's got this big plastic-looking uh, bumper paint where the front bumper used to be. Yeah. And I love, because this is a dealer. Now, the guy who wants this $897 car, what does 987. he... 987 Or $987 <laughs> car. Don't devalue it now. What does he probably not have? 
A brain? 987 <laughs> bucks. Yeah. Well, but it's okay. It's as low as $500 down. We finance. Buy here, pay here, which means you can get weekly payments on this thing. Yes. Low down payment, low monthly payment, easy terms, in-house financing, fixed income financing, service after the sale. That's a big one right there. Yes. I don't know what he's going to service because I'm <laughs> yeah. pretty sure you buy it. And once that final payment is done, he's you're going to pull into the lot with that. And he's going to go, turn around, get that off my lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes, financing is available for pretty much anyone. If you can fob, fog a mirror, this guy yeah. can get you financed. But yeah, there you go. You're a redneck Baja, not Crown Vic, but Mercury Grand Marquis luxury yeah. car. I wouldn't go uh, luxury. <laughs> I would. I would go. This. This fits in with the. If okay, if you got two thousand dollars, just kind of laying around somewhere, this is the car you want because you're going to spend a grand on this. You put a, a killer end of the world uh, brush brush guard bumper on their front. That's your, I need to get to Walmart and get toilet paper now, Rick. <laughs> there you go. Now, and it's got the roof rash, so you can buy a pallet of it. <laughs> and put and it right on Ratchet top. strap the top. <laughs> what, is, what is this thing seriously missing, though? There's, there's a, one element that's got to be on this car, probably on a front bumper or a way out towards the front on the side or the back bumper. And I'm thinking that big old 102 inch whipper. 102 inch whipper. Yep. <laughs> well, Realistically, he traded the CB and that 102-inch whip for those 16-inch truck tires. Probably, and that yeah. and that he had a bunch of nice decals on that roof rack too. That that thing looks like uh, he did. I yeah. I think he contacted every parts catalog in the world to get stickers for <laughs> his uh, his roof rash. Yeah, I'm looking here. <laughs> we got yeah the roof rash, Bros, Fox, uh, Moroso. I can't read the other one. I can't There's not a too. single one of those parts that's on this vehicle. <laughs> no, no, and they would probably pay him money at Titan. They would probably pay we will him pay money you a thousand dollars to remove those stickers oh from my your gosh. car. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is quite the same. It does have a black vinyl top though. That has it, to just add some prestige. It does. It's it's classy. End of the world. Spencer, thank you for that. Any of you, uh, hey, you come across something you want, you think would be a great bad ad, just uh, uh, truckingafterhours at gmail.com is the easiest way. I, I designed this to be so simple. Check out, if you go uh, to uh, truckingafterhours.com, you'll find the article on the roadkill cars with a, a video on each car, and, and you'll get a chuckle out of them, and you'll know why we're roadkill junkies. Yeah. Don, the beer guy, what did you learn tonight? Well, I had a, a quick question before we ended it because I, I vaguely remember in show notes you had something about we had some Facebook comments about our last show. You know, I I felt bad last week because we did the flatbed show and I didn't mention those and we did it. We had some great uh, commentary and I'm going to pull that up real quick just because I thought it was. I'm sorry to, to bring that up last minute. I just no. remembered that. that yeah, we we had some some good interaction on that show. You know, we really did, and we had some great feedback both before and after. Um, I will. I I was so tempted to uh, do a brake check on my beer truck this week. 
driving by the local scale manufacturing place. And what do I see? I see one of those beautiful blue and white uh, long nose peats that you used to drive. Oh, yeah. Sitting at the scale place. And then I saw uh, one of the rail trucks sitting at the scale place. And they were nose to nose, both getting loaded with a big old truck scale. And I thought, God, now there is a picture for Buck. <laughs> oh, I missed that. I, I can picture it in my head. Oh, wow. That I place mean, is ballooned up since I, you probably picked anything up from there. Well, you're still looking. I have to tell you what Kyle just said. Because Please of the do. Trudeau comment earlier, I will be sending you a hockey jersey for your podcast room, and it won't be a Team Canada one. Or will it? <laughs> or will it? <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I did a video on this earlier this week. Uh, along with, you know, we, we've got the... Uh, the Bob Ross energy drink. Bob Ross energy drink. Which I'm drink. pretty sure is just liquid marijuana. <laughs> yeah. And and now I have a uh, Don and Fred Imus Auto Body Express coffee mug. That is awesome. Thanks to Jack. That is so cool. That's neat piece of the... I'm trying... I think because we're doing the video, it's not letting me get to the flatbed comments. That's... Okay, let's see. Am I there yet? Um, boom, 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 boom. So what kind of hockey jersey are we talking about here? Well, I have a hunch it might wind up being Team Canada. There's nothing wrong with them. Nope. (laughs) I was going to say, with all the hockey you've been to, that would be a a valued. Here we go. Absolutely. Here we go on flatbedding. Uh, Ben, uh, or excuse me, this is is Russell. Uh, Been a flatbedder for five years. Wouldn't do anything else. I love it. Southeast regional driver these days. Also, I used to be a Miller Coors distributor running bulk and U-boats before I became a flatbedder. Uh, flatbedding is 10 times less stressful than being a beer distributor. Absolutely. Well, we t- I remember talking about that last <laughs> yep. week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You did get some of these, didn't you? Yeah. Well, yeah. if he's interested in yeah. getting back into it, uh, I have openings. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh, uh, James, great show. Fun to have a good night. Uh we did those. Did we do all these? Okay. I just, I did not. You guys take the effort to leave comments, and I, I never want them to go unappreciated. It, it is sometimes you know? hard to remember who we talked about on the show and who we caught up with a little bit later. And I'll be honest, when I do these on work nights like tonight, I mean, we, we were up a little later last night, and we were up a little later tonight, and I got to get up at, we have to get up at 4, 10, 4.50 tomorrow, 10 minutes yes. to 5. And My brain is older ooh, than ooh. you, and it's fine. Oh, man. Yeah, no but comment. I'm married up. You're smarter than me. <laughs> so that puts us even. My job doesn't require, it requires common sense, but not a whole lot of brain. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't want to hear any whining until you're getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning, going to work at 4, and then getting home at 7 or 8 at night. I've got up at 3 o'clock. I am so tired of that. <laughs> I've, I've got up at 3 o'clock in the morning, having gone to bed at 12.30, and had to open the That's curtain true. and remember, where the hell am I? Yeah. Read, the, read the sticky note on the steering wheel. You where are here. You're going here. <laughs> yeah, get on the next on-ramp, and about 15 miles later, realize, I went the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Burns Scrotum, New Mexico, Peg. <laughs> put another million miles on her. Oh, my gosh. What do you say we, uh, again, guys, uh, and if you're not watching live, we do the show every Sunday night at 845 Central on Facebook. 
uh, facebook.com slash trucking podcast. That will take you right to trucking after hours. Except next Sunday. Next Sunday, there will not be a live show. I may or may not get a chance to put something in the feed next week. That is the cool thing with the new format and the new show. We can do whatever the F we want. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So with that, we will talk to you all. Uh, at the very least, I'll put something up on Facebook next week. Well, Don, we could get on and do do recipes or something. <laughs> there you go. Hey, I just made some killer roast beef or corned beef on the grill last night. Oh, I'm oh. sure you did. Like I'm paying it. for it today, but it was phenomenal. <laughs> okay, you shouldn't be doing that when there's a toilet paper shortage. Yeah. <laughs> Step into the shower. <laughs> I stocked up. <laughs> you harder, you. Oh, I, I actually didn't. I made the comment to my castle curator. One of the guys I was working with, his wife had called him up saying, yeah, I, I went to Walmart to go get our weekly groceries like I always do every Friday when you get paid. And I can't even park in Walmart. Yeah. So Jeez. I told my castle curator, and she goes, well, we need some groceries. I was going to go tomorrow. Maybe we should go today. So we weren't even going to venture to Walmart. We went to Aldi's. You, you know, I th- Walmart, Aldi's was empty. Was it? Oh, the shelves are empty. Wow. You you can't get groceries in this town right now. You know what's it's, weird? It's sad. Yeah. I can go. I was in Walmart. Not a single package of toilet paper on a shelf. I yeah. go up to Festival, and it's was in their ad. You know the. I guess it'd be twelve pack of uh, Cottonelle yep. for four ninety nine. It's still there. They're just really? asking you to take one at a time. That is right. so much cheaper than Walmart. Yeah, it's like good lord, people. And what's why? I I just I don't understand this. We need the toilet paper. I nobody <laughs> understands it. No. Okay, now Jared had. We're off the air now, yeah. right? Jared had a good one today. He's asking asking Katie. He went, he went into Walmart and goes, there isn't a single tampon in the whole place. We don't know why he was down that row, but he did <laughs> notice that the That's tampons <laughs> were all gone. <laughs> That's hilarious. That, that oh, I would see Jared going that. Yeah. Oh, they're out of toilet paper. I wonder if they got these. <laughs> oh, man. It was, I think it was something. He was obviously looking for something in that area. Oh, I couldn't. wonder if I just put a maxi pad in my underwear, can I just piss in it and throw <laughs> yeah. it in the garbage? Yeah. That yeah. De- depends. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Lordy. Whoa, what do you say we call this a night? You might want to shut the... Well, we haven't Oh, yeah, we're still recording, aren't we? goodbye yet. The recorder's still on. <laughs> you all have a safe night, and we will talk to you very soon. <laughs> Is drowned in a firm scene of coffee, sleep, and work. I am not poor.